Welcome everybody to Lore and Poor. Boy, howdy, do we have a special episode for you all tonight because we have got the one, the only. I went into the Wild itself to pull out the one and only Bomba Bumblebee. That's right, you heard me right. Bomba Bumblebee themselves. Uh, hey Bomba, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Hello, I'm still incredibly confused why you pulled me out of the Feywilds, but because I'm here, I'm having the time of my life. It's cool out here, ain't it? It's a little warm, you know, and there seem to be less pranks happening, and there are more uh, uh, people about, and less danger and violence. I don't really get it. Well, that's how it usually is in the material plane in the real world. There's usually not a lot of violence and uh, pranks happening on, like, the minute-to-minute. Minute. Uh, but either way, we're so lucky to have you with your first-hand experience of the Wild. That's right, everybody. This is the Wild one. And we have got a first-hand uh, experience from uh, Bamba themselves. Uh, but first, before we get into anything, Bamba, we have to start off every lore and pour uh, just asking, what are we drinking tonight, Bamba? Well, this drink is the nectar of the great apple tree, picked from Canadian Feywild apples exclusively. Oh, dang. And I think you just like smush them, and then you squeeze out the pulp, and then you chug it. And it's really good. Even my bees like it. You can see them kind of rolling about. They're a little drunk. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, I have actually switched things up uh, this episode from previous episodes because I actually ran out of Diet Mountain Dew. So instead of Dirty Dews, it's actually uh, Kettle One and Diet Coke tonight because uh, the- You drank something called Dirty Dew? Yeah, it's usually Diet Mountain was Dew and Kettle One. Was it a prank? Did somebody prank you? Yeah, you okay? my brother pranked me oh, uh, no. years ago, and it's still ongoing <laughs> to this day. Um, and then another prank, Bomba. Mm-hmm. Another prank was I got snowed in for the past two days, and I haven't been able to go to the store to pick up uh, snow. Do you know what snow is, Bomba? I have no idea. Snow fake? That sounds so fake no. to me. Do you know rain? I'm very familiar with rain. You yes. dance in it, you sometimes summon spirits, and then you do another dance, and then the rain stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if over here the dancing actually can stop or start it, unfortunately. That would be very cool. That sounds Wait, very what cool. Do you, what do you dance for, then? Uh, usually just to, like, have fun, for, like, music, and you hear music, and it's just, like, f- fun... It doesn't usually but do not anything. for rain? No, usually we don't want rain unless we're farmers. What about your crops? Yeah. Yeah, farmer, farmers, farmers do. But they okay, don't okay. dance. If it doesn't rain, they have to water stuff. Well, that's just disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a whole thing. And snow is when it's raining, but it's so cold that the rain is coming down in these white frozen raindrops and they accumulate on the ground and it it's cool if you don't have to go anywhere and it really sucks if you do have to go somewhere do you know what i mean is it like when the floor is lava and then you can't really step on it because you're gonna die that's a bad prank by the way it's it's almost the absolute opposite and with also no death you can't 
Uh, well, okay, not no death. There's the there, snow gives life. There can't no. There can be death. It's bad for your health if you're out in it by yourself. Um, it's a gray area. It can be good and it can be bad. Uh, it depends on where you're from. And I, I think I, I you mentioned your cider comes from Canada, and I I believe mm-hmm. they get much more snow up in Canada than. Uh, down in the uh the united states uh as where i am from you know that sounds a little factual i'm gonna hold you to that one there that's that's good because i'm about to hold you to a whole bunch of factual things uh can i call you b by the way yes oh absolutely just be careful because two of my uh 10,000 bees are also named b so if they come to answer you know it just gets a little complicated oh okay only two of your 10,000 bees are named B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm really curious who named them. Was it oh, you? they named themselves after you come of age and you self-actualize and you realize that your host and or royalty is actually a two-foot-tall satyr, then you really have to come up with your own name. Otherwise, I'm just going to call you the days of the week. That's true, and there's only so many of those. Yeah, I've counted seven on my fingers. I'm still looking for more. I was gonna ask. Um, so this isn't this wasn't like a part of the uh, the questions or anything. I was gonna ask how many days of the week there are in the Feywild because, of course, sometimes you are the expert. Eight. Mm-hmm. There are sometimes eight every other week. <sighs> oh boy, there's they alternate. They do. Nobody keeps track, so it's really a guessing game. You know, you're like, Martha, what'd you do on the weekend? And then Martha's like, what weekend? Was that the weekend that had the extra day where I skipped? Or was that the weekend before? And you really just want to know how Martha's weekend's doing. And then she's going to come in with the semantics. So, you know. Months? How, months? Are they... Never counted. No, Can't oh. count past ten, you know? I only got ten fingers. Before we get too bogged down in the semantics of months, years, days, weeks, years in the Feywild. Uh, hey, B, could you just... Just for the listeners at home that really have no idea of what the Feywild even is, do you think you could just kind of give us like a maybe a high level overhead briefing of maybe what is the Feywild, how it came to be, maybe some of the major events that helped shape it before we really get into the kind of Q&A portion of the show? Yes, the events that definitely helped shape the Feywilds. Well, 10,000 years ago, there was a battle between a giant bumblebee and, um, what are those tree folk called that I always wave to in the mornings? Treants. Uh, Treants, yeah. It was an ultimate standoff between treants and bumblebees, and ultimately there was no victory, but the damage that was done to the Fey plains. Uh, eventually kind of grew more trees and more weird things. And they kept fighting. You know, they have never stopped fighting. I'm pretty sure it's still going. That's why if you ever see a beehive in a tree, you know that's the battle going on right there. So a lot of that chaos really shaped the plains and the lands that we live in. Um, it also helped shape our history. It's we. It's why we love trees and weird things that grow from trees. You know, how could you not? What was the ratio of these bumblebees to this tree, it's, it's, it had to have been wild, right? Like wildly millions to one? My brain tends to short circuit after I think of 
a number bigger ten. than 100,000. Or bigger than 10, I think. It's really 10. I got 10 fingers, you know. I can count my bees up to 10, and then they just tell me that there's more. <laughs> and I, I agree. You know, you got to trust them. I listen to everybody in the Feywild. Nobody lies here. I mean, they pull pranks, but that's got to be different than a lie. So no one can lie in the Feywild, huh? Nope. Never. Unless, unless it's for a prank, you gotta say it's for a prank. After the fact? Oh, at any point. It could be years later. As as long as at one point in, in the time frame, they say, oh, by the way, that was a prank. That one right there, that one was a prank. Yep, and then you're free from all the guilt. <laughs> it's a really good system. You know, I gotta thank the bee overlords for that one. Haven't had a, a zero issues with that. Never. I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised that that has had zero issues so far come up from that. Yep, can't think of a single one. The Feywild sounds. I I love. Uh, I love the history of it. So say me, me as somebody living on the the prime material plane. How would I get into the Feywild? Oh well, <laughs> there are so many ways. One, you can find a really weird-looking tree that kind of has a hole that your body can fit in and just, like, smush yourself in there and hope for the best. Um, Another is you can find a nest of wasps and smack it with anything you have on hand. And then after they've all attacked you and you've gone into anaphylactic shock, you're in the Feywilds. (laughs) Um, And I think the final final most used way to get into the Feywilds is you just step into a forest, you spin yourself in a circle ten times, close your eyes, point in a direction, and you walk. And then you're there. That's that's the common one. That one sounds the best. I don't know. The bee one is... The wasp one is kind of great. You gotta, no. If you gotta try it at least once. <laughs> the wasp one sounds the worst, in my opinion. That sounds... Uh, that sounds painful. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous to ask. How do you get out? How do you get out of the Feywild once you're in there? You pull the ultimate prank, and I mean that could be stealing shoes, that could be cutting a tree and tipping it on somebody's house, uh, that could just be borrowing somebody's scissors and then blaming the loss on them on somebody else. There's a variety of ways, you know, but it's got to be the best prank that you've ever pulled. So it's just got to be ultimate to yourself as a person, but not like ultimate to all the Feywild. Oh, no, that would be unjust. We've had some boring people come in, and I watched them leave simply by picking somebody else's nose. Like, that's the worst prank ever. And that's like their like ultimate prank? Mm-hmm. Oh. Disappointing. Even on my bees, we booed them out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It seems more like instead of them leaving the Feywild, it seems more like they just got kicked the hell out of the Feywild. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to spin around ten times in a forest, point a direction, go into the Feywild, who would I? Who would I? Like who lives in the Feywild? Not like just visitors, uh, but other than yourself, I, I obviously yourself, V, and your ten thousand bees. Um, what other kind of um, either creatures or, or people, humanoids, could I find in the Feywild? If you look up into the sky and there's a bright light zooming towards you, smack it away because it's a sprite. Their hobbies are just like 
bopping off people's faces, bumping into them. There are sprites left and right. You can't step into the Feywilds and not step on a sprite. There's definitely, oh, dryads. Those are the human version of trees. They're cool. Um, they have all of these secret handshakes that they won't teach me. Um, and I think that's kind of rude. But beyond that, I mean, I guess they're okay. You might find some of those. Um, there's definitely satyrs. I am a satyr, but I am the ultimate satyr because I got 10,000 bees. But there's like lesser satyrs who have nice hooves. They might have nice hairy legs, but I have the best. I once ran into a hag. She was honestly really nice. She had long hair. And then she turned around and I realized she didn't really have a face. But that was that was a good prank. It definitely scared me. I peed only a little. Bee, that doesn't sound like a prank. That sounds terrifying. No, that, that's the that's the definition of a prank. So okay, so even oh, even scary thing. You didn't mention other satyrs. Uh do other satyrs also just have less than 10,000 bees or do they genuinely not have bees are you the only satyr that really has a kind of bee colony I am bee royalty Uh, I was born and raised in the Feywilds you know it's where I spend most of my days but then one day I met a queen bee who was dying and I said hey don't die just go on a date with me and she was like "Uh, I'm still gonna die but like if this is a prank I'm into it so we went on a date, and it was a lot of fun. We ate some honey, and then she died. Uh, but in her will, it was like, take care of all of my 10,000 bees. They will defer to you. Just hold my dead body in your pocket. Uh, and I've held her dead body ever since. So you went on one single date with this queen bee, and she mm-hmm. writ into her will for you to <laughs> inherit all 10,000 of her children? been a prank but she's dead now so i'll never know <laughs> i don't know if that's a a, a prank or <laughs> okay that's a prank I, uh-huh, I'm, oh for sure i'm slowly starting to realize that nearly anything in the fey wild is probably a prank it's all welcome pranks. to the fey wilds if we had a sign anybody could read that's definitely what it would say it's all pranks yep. <laughs> welcome to the fey wild it's all pranks yeah, from treetop to ground top. Bamba, do you ever get mad that Pat Rothfuss, uh straight up stole your world for his books? Wait. There's a, there's, okay, so 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 B, there's a there's a a, a guy named Pat Rothfuss that wrote this pretty wildly popular book series. Uh, TBD on the on the final one. That one's it's kind of hanging out in the air right now. Uh, but the first two wildly popular, and it mentions the Fey a lot. And I think a lot of it Whoa. he kind of uh, took from like the Fey Wild. What kind of pranks did he have? There was a lot of weird stuff that a lot of people don't aren't big fans of. Um, <laughs> a lot of chapters that what? are like weird gratuitous sex scenes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's not the his like most highlighted portions of the books. Uh, people still gloss over those, but um, there's not a lot of pranks in his fay. But he used the word fay, and I I just wanted to see like how uh, as a, a native from the 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 fay wild, if um, you had a chance to uh, catch those books yet. No, I'm 
Maybe I definitely told you I can't read, but uh, that sounds like cultural appropriation, and I would like to have a talk with this Pat Rothfuss. Does he know that real people, satyrs, bees, and dryads live in this Feywild, and there is no gratuitous sex that demeans women here? I don't. I don't know if he if he's aware. If I ever get a hold of him, I I guarantee, I promise you, I will pass along the line that Bomba Bee is not happy with the uh, the sex scenes in those books. Fifty thousand of those bees behind me are shaking their head no. The other fifty are kind of on board with it, but we don't need to tell them. It's not okay. <laughs> we don't. We don't talk about those fifty bees. No. Who's in charge of? Is there anybody in charge of the Feywild? Is it like a prime minister or president? Is there some leader of some sort or is it just kind of free reign? Uh, I think it rotates from day to day. You know, um, a couple days ago it was Marty the um, (laughs) Morocco fish. Really, really smells good. Uh, But like in terms of leadership skills, not that good. In terms of prank skills, quality. Mm. Um, I was the leader um, about 62 years ago. It was a great day. It was actually the day that my girlfriend died and gave me all those bees. But hey, I had leadership control of the entire Bay Wilds. And I ordered everybody to have a party. And then I told them it was a prank. Why'd you, did you get voted out? Or did they kick, like, how did you get, how did you, why was it only one day? Oh, it's only ever one day. Oh. That's how the works. Everybody gets a day. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you, there is no order, but hey, we all have fun. It does not work that way out here, but I gotta say, that sounds like a much better system. Everyone just gets one day to just wild out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most of us just throw parties. I mean, the sprites suck. They just kind of throw themselves at trees and people. But, like, if that's what they want to do with their one day, that's cool. Jeez, I'm actually, yeah, I I've, I really am uh, getting more and more on board with that system. That sounds like a really good system. It sounds like so far I've already kind of pieced together quite a few differences uh, between the Material Plane and the, and the Feywild. Is there any effects that a person like a like a human like myself if i were to go into the fey wild and then back out and then maybe go back into the fey wild are there any like effects that would happen to like my body or me personally mentally physically i mean you'll have a super intense desire to pull ultimate pranks um there was this one human who would come in and out all the time. They would just come by, say hey to the sprites, pick up a sprite, throw a sprite, and then leave. I think after a couple years of doing that, they came back and they had no hands. I don't know if that was the sprites or if that was just a causality of something that happened in their own time. But I have to believe it was just the ultimate prank. Well, yeah, that person kind of sounds like a jerk. They would come in and throw stuff? Like throw uh, Just, Just sprite? the sprites. Everybody throws sprites. It's a national holiday. Have you... Whoa, 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 whoa. What kind of holidays do you have if you don't throw sprites? We've got... uh, Christmas is a big one. That sounds fake. What is that? Uh, We... We... uh, There's this big man in a red suit comes down fireplaces and brings... Devil, yep. uh, But he's... He's got a beard, like a white beard, though. Okay, a very disguised devil. Uh uh But he brings presents to kids. Not Are adults, only kids. Pranks? 
they're usually like good presents, kind of good presents. And then there's one with a with a bunny. It's got a bunny. Um, hides like, eggs like a, with candy inside. Not do not, the eggs explode after? No, they like the kids open them and when they find it, and it's got pre- usually candy. Sometimes like a quarter, which is money. Any holidays where you throw things at each other? Um, throw things at each other with all New- the might that your arms or mouth or tail or feet might have. New Year's Eve, maybe. Whenever this new Ooh. year comes around, uh, things get kind of wild. New Year's? We just have the same year. Yeah, we've got a new year every year. What? Yeah. Like why? Wh- that seems like a lot to count. It is. How many years have you had now? A lot. Oh, 2021, but that's, it feels like that much like a more. That's a bad number. <laughs> yeah, 2020. You should have seen it. It was wild. Speaking of holidays, what's your favorite Feywild holiday? Oh, yeah. I mean, the classic is the sprite-throwing holiday, where we all gather in the center of the forest, and all the sprites just put themselves into buckets, and then we pick them up, and we throw them at each other. Uh, Many sprites are harmed during that (laughs) event, but honestly, they get to live their best lives. Like, what more would a sprite ever want than to be thrown at another being? Uh, It's only really bad when you hit a tree with one. It turns out velocity and something small and something hard just kind of smushes them. Uh, But, you know, we we do what we can. But my favorite holiday is harvest, where we just pick up whatever we want from the ground. It could be a mushroom. It could be a leaf. It could be an acorn. I mean, it could really be a sprite. Um, And then we bring them to the great hag, who is just really like this really tall, really large female-bodied individual who always wears a mask and kind of puts themselves in this creepy robe, but it's a stylish robe, so we let it pass. Never really seen her face. However, she's got this giant cauldron, and we all throw one ingredient inside. Now, keep in mind, it's one ingredient per citizen, and citizen counts if you've lived in the Feywild for longer than five minutes. You're a citizen. Um, So you take... Last year, I brought an acorn that was had a bunch of ants inside the acorn, and on the outside of the acorn, I wrapped a couple of poisonous leaves, and then I dipped it in something that smelled really bad, and then I wrapped that in some more leaves, and then I smooshed some beetles on the outside to create a paste, and then I plucked a fruit from a tree, and I put it inside of the fruit, and then I threw the fruit against the sprite, and then that is what I brought back, and I think it was a quality, a quality thing to bring to this potluck party. So you're supposed to only bring one ingredient, but it sounds like that was about 17 ingredients smushed together. I call it a loophole. It could fit in my hand, kind of, so, you know, it's almost like one. As long as it can fit in your hand, it's an ingredient. Mm-hmm. We don't write anything down, so it's law, you know? You actually mentioned the word potluck. And I'm going to skip about four questions (laughs) down to, let's say you're having a potluck party. (laughs) Do you want to know what I'd bring? Well, okay. Well, now we've got a, uh, now we've got a uh, multi-party question because A, yes, I do need to know what you're going to bring. But B, what Feywild creatures would you for sure invite to your potluck? And which Feywild creatures would you, if you saw them show up, you would just absolutely think, there goes the party. Like, you wouldn't want to see them. Well, Gary the Giant. Amazing. Everybody can climb on top of Gary. 
and then Gary wears a board on his shoulders, and then we all dance on the board. So much fun. Gary the Giant is always the highlight of a party. Um, if there is somebody I don't want to invite, it's probably, hmm, uh, Sally the Satyr. She's a bit of a downer. You know, she always tries to tell us to quiet down. The potluck is too loud. You're chewing too loud. And like, come on, Sally. We know your ears are bigger than your head. We can't chew any quieter. So every time she shows up, it is no good. What was the other question? (laughs) What would you bring to the potluck other than this sprite-covered poison ivy... There was some kind of acorns or something in it. <laughs> An well, apple. That only works for the ultimate potluck that we have because there's a lot of non-poisonous things that kind of cancel out the poisonous things. It, it kind of weighs it off. But when I am tasked as the royal bee to bring only one item, I bring a mushroom risotto. Oh, that sounds rather pleasant and uh-huh. <laughs> rather surprising. It's not all poison. We got giant mushrooms, so we even have the risotto plants that just grow on top of the mushrooms. It's kind of like it's meant to be. Ooh, that sounds really good, B. My favorite. Why would an outsider like myself choose to travel to the Feywild, in your opinion? What do you think is really, like, one of the biggest draws to the Feywild? Other than pranks, we throw amazing parties. Sounds like Have you it. ever just, like... So it's different quadrants in the Feywild. Like, you can go party with the Dryads, and they're playing their tree music. Um, it's kind of, like, boring and slow, and it's really just the whispering of tree leaves against the wind. But, whew, do they throw great parties. And then you can party with the ogres. Um, a lot of fun, but the mortality rate is kind of <laughs> high. It sounds you like know? it. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be careful. They're swinging clubs. They're listening to dubstep. They're stomping around. You know, it is a hazard. However, my personal favorite, in which I think all non Feywild individuals should come to, is the Hag Party. And this one, a little terrifying because all the hags get naked and they're all just like skin sacks. Um, some masks, some femme. We're not super clear, but they just dance in the moonlight. They throw their arms up and then they throw moonshine up in the air. People go blind all the time, but it is so much fun. So, yeah, that sounds like uh, in for a mortal as myself, it sounds like the... Uh, ogre and the hag parties are probably pretty it would probably be pretty fun but also probably uh-huh. pretty deadly for someone everybody like goes blind at the hag party every every time and the ogre party i mean you get smushed underfoot you get smushed by the club you get smushed between two heads who were headbutting you get smushed by the ogre who just fell asleep while standing up and then falling down you can get smushed by their fists as they kind of like fist bump um i mean i could go on there are so many ways to die on those parties <laughs> i'm i'm you know what i'm gonna skip my question what are the dangers of the Fey Wild? I'm gonna skip that one. I think we've answered. What? I you don't. I could just list them all for the next 25 minutes. Oh, jeez. Are there more that we haven't covered? It sounds like we covered them all, right? We covered them all, right? Have I not mentioned to you the ten thousand bees? Yeah. The mushrooms. That come to life at night? No, we didn't talk about that yet. They come to life, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're tasty in the day. 
And at night, they uproot themselves and they walk around and they kind of like poof, poof with their spores to try and poison anybody around. I've inhaled some, but I'm a seeder and it just made me really high, so it was okay. But anybody else not from the Feywild, you're not just going to get stoned, you're going to get dead. Uh, okay, I'm glad I we did end up answering that question because I, I thought for sure we had covered all the dangers of the Feywild. I didn't realize that the edible daytime mushrooms were completely deadly at night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many mortals go through that. Yeah, this is a li- uh, the information that our listeners really need to know in case they're planning a trip to the Feywild. Which, mm-hmm. if they are planning a trip to the Feywild, what's what are some of your hot tips of uh, like how to prepare for a trip to the Feywild? Say somebody really wants to go party and they're planning on maybe taking themselves and maybe three of their best friends to go into the woods, spin around a couple times, point in a direction, go into the Feywild. What are some like uh, tips to prepare for? Goggles. Goggles? Goggles are a must. If you don't wear goggles, you're going to get moonshine in the eyes. You're going to get spores in the eyes. A sprite will just fly up to you and poke out your eye. Poke your eye. Oof. It's a, it's a favorite of theirs. And mortals from the mater, uh, material plane, very squishy eyes. Very squishy eyes. I don't know how your eyes Might are. I squish your eye? They're like, like if you poke our eyes. Be, uh-huh, can I? No, please don't. Uh, because. Oh, okay. They are very, very vulnerable. Are yours? Have you? Uh, I mean, I kind of have an eye, the eyes of a goat. So poke a bull, and still very creepy. Can Hand. I, can I just? Oh yeah, you want to poke my eye here? Just one. <laughs> it's really wow. That's a really sturdy eye. They're right? not like that. Mine's not like that. Sure, I can't poke your eyes. No, please, like don't. <laughs> please, okay. Okay. please don't. Okay. Please don't. Mine are not like that at all. Uh, mine, I would be. It would. It would just be my whole day. Okay, so goggles. They're a must. Yes. Every person I've met who's come to the Fey Wild, if you don't have goggles, oh, you are in a world of trouble. The next thing. Is there any way that you cannot be squished? I'm super unfamiliar with your anatomy. Like Chain if a mail? tree fell on you, could you avoid being squished? Chainmail. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Chainmail is a must. Okay. We'll say chainmail and goggles. Decoy snacks. If you don't want a sprite to play pranks on you, throw peanuts at them. Peanuts, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. They're like little puppy dogs. You just throw a snack and they go flying. Pocket peanuts. Okay. Pocket peanuts. It is a must. Gotta, gotta, Gotta have the pocket peanuts. Okay, cool. Honestly, I'm a big fan of just jar of honey. I've only ever had one adventurer who ended up dying in the Feywilds, and when I looted their body, I found a jar of honey. That was a bonus, but I don't think that's a must. I was going to say, if they died with the jar of honey, I don't think it saved them, really, right? I guess not. That was just like a personal bonus for me. I was kind of skipping along the forest floor, and I came across this dead body, and I was like, hey, what are you doing down there? And then they didn't answer, and then I kicked them, and they still didn't answer, and then I stole all their stuff. And they had a jar of honey, which mm, it was for so tasty. The new queen of bees, it's pretty Quality good. Stuff. Mm-hmm. You toss in some uh, that apple smush with the honey, and then you got yourself a a, a honey cider. Um. Hey, bee. Mm-hmm. 
Before we wrap up, I always like to get our expert opinion on, say somebody is running past you into the okay. Feywild and you're in the material plane for some reason. One Weird. reason or another. All right. You only have time to give them one piece of advice as they spread headlong into the Feywild. What would your one and most crucial piece of advice to somebody coming into the Feywild be that may save their life? You either pull the pranks or you are the prank. <laughs> and then they disappear into the Feywild and you hope that they <laughs> heed your advice. Hey, B, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of being just... Thank you for coming to the material plane. <laughs> to yeah, I, I didn't really have much of a choice. You just kind of jumped into the Feywild. You were like, hey, you there, you want to be on my show? And I was in the middle of, like, giving my bees a pep talk. And then I turned around and you were there. And I thought it was a prank, so I said yes. And then next thing I know, I'm out of the Feywild and I'm talking to you here. So this this is a prank, right? It's a very, it's a very funny prank that I also hope people listen to this very funny prank because it's very funny right was it a good prank so good so good i told you so much so many facts so many information that you'll never use <laughs> the best prank it's a really good prank uh, so i can now escape the fey wild because it was my ultimate prank oh you've got the key out wow you want to you want to come in and party that way you got because you have a way out now I, there's an ogre party that's happening and i am gonna show up with chainmail. Wouldn't I need to? Wouldn't I need to top this prank now to get back out? Yeah. I don't think I can top it though, so I don't think I can come in there. But I'd the be ogres, stuck forever. They're gonna be parting with the hags and throwing moonshine, moonshine in the sky so they I can would, lose their vision. I would be. I would die. I would die. Look at me. But you wear goggles. I don't have goggles on hand, and I don't have chainmail. I would die. Be. I could put a bee, like one bee in front of your eyes and then some bees around your body. Like, I wear bees as a skirt, you know? I just, it's what you gotta do. I owe it to you. So if this is the last episode of the show, it's because bee talked me into joining a hag and ogre party combined. Which <laughs> the ultimate pretty terrible. Bee, when you're not uh, frolicking, uh, frolicking around in the Feywild, uh, where can people find you? Bee, not uh, Bomba Bee, but Bee <laughs> out in the wild. As the regular Bee, the most humanoid Bee possible, uh, you can find me on Twitter as at Bee underscore Zelda, or on Instagram as at Bee underscore Zelda underscore. I am a podcaster, member of the Broadswords. I am a regular streamer on Roll20, on Utopia, on Nomadic, on other things that I'm definitely forgetting, like Q Times. I stream a lot. Check out my stuff. Yes, and uh, B, thank you so much for joining, and thank you so much for imparting so much wisdom on our listeners, and it's probably going to save a couple lives, either <laughs> in-game, in-character, or out of, we will see. And remember, everybody, at least half of this is probably correct. Bye, everybody.
A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk. A Majestic Goose Podcast. Honk.